Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Are you a believer? Do you believe? In what? In in in, in space aliens. Don't stop believing because uh, we have there's a there's a movement afoot. Yes, you know, you know, I think they there might be some there. Storm Area 51 is happening, and it's time for the latest update, the latest twist in this story. And here we go. It's Area 51, baby. There's little green men, baby. Being held by the government. We're going to see them. We're going to free them. The Area 51. Space aliens. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess something, this thing started out as, as sort of a joke. Uh, and, and then, of course, anything you put on the Internet, this is why we can't have nice things. Um, people take it literally. Mm-hmm. And so there are actually people that are planning to, quote unquote, storm Area 51 on September 20th between 3 and 6 a.m. By the way, storming a government installation, not a good idea from the get-go. Storming a government installation in the middle of the night, an even worse idea because they have what we call thermal imaging. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Yeah, it is a bad idea. But. In case you are going, we want you to know what to expect there in the Nevada desert. And this is not a joke. This is all absolutely true. We're not making this up. First of all, Bud Light has promised beer, free beer, to any aliens that escape. There you go. That's kind of cool. Yep. All right. They probably won't have to give much away. But uh, also happening, there will be strippers on scene. Perfect. Yes. This is the latest development in a completely amazing move. Deja Vu Services, Nevada's largest adult entertainment operator, is bringing about a dozen dancers along with their strip club on wheels, which is known as the, <laughs> <laughs> the stripper mobile. Mm-hmm. So that will happen also. Shouldn't it be called crab cakes? <laughs> <laughs> that will happen also in the desert in Las Vegas, not uh, north of Las Vegas, I should say, near Area 51. I can if, hear if the, it does happen. I can hear the mobile stripper uh, unit pulling in with their music. Play the pop tones. <laughs> okay. It's that, tough that, to dance to this. Yeah, that, they, they, no, you have to move very seductively yes, when you do it, you know? You really do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This and is... I can see it too, right? You know, they play the tones. The aliens respond. Mm-hmm. The gates open and the aliens come running out. Great. Day shift. The day shift. The day shift. Damn. <laughs> Nobody wants the day shift. Perfect. So that is the latest going on with Area 51. It's Area 51, baby. This little green man, baby. Being held by the government. We're gonna see them. We're gonna free them. The Area 51 Space Aliens. Sorry about that. I didn't watch it while it was happening, but that NFL Hall of Fame induction over the weekend is, yeah, usually provides you with some interesting stuff. I find it fascinating that the guy from Amazon, Jeff Bezos, was there at the ceremony while guys were inducted into the Hall of Fame because 
his girlfriend is the mother of the 18-year-old son of one of the inductees, Tony Gonzalez, who played for the Chiefs for a long time. See, other than the than the, the child connection, I would be a little bit put off where I, Jeff Bezos, thinking to myself, why does my current girlfriend want to go to her ex-boyfriend's <laughs> Hall of Fame induction? They got the son together. And they got the That's, kid. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right. I, I, res- I rescind my objection. You know, from, from a physical standpoint, Tony Gonzalez and Jeff Bezos do not have a lot in common. No, other, yeah, but there is she, one she, common denominator. Let's, yeah, let's just say she doesn't have a physical type. No. She does have a financial type. Yes, I believe Jeff Bezos is capable of keeping that woman accustomed to the status of life that she's used to living. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, you know, she's done okay, too. She's, I think she was an anchor woman for a long time, but she dated Tony Gonzalez. He had some good money. Yeah. Jeff Bezos, of course, has all the money. <laughs> yeah, he's doing just fine. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I didn't watch it. It's funny because I'm a huge football fan, um, but I didn't watch it. And I still haven't watched any of the Hall of Fame stuff at all. Didn't watch the game. I mean, I watched two or three snaps of the game, and I didn't watch any of the induction ceremonies. And I usually do because I'm, I'm sort of a football junkie, yeah. but it just seems too early this year. It, it's, it's it always too early. It seems too early. But there's usually some good stuff with the with the ceremonies. So some of the speeches yeah, are usually I mean, they're usually very inspiring. You have to. You must go online and look at the picture of former Baltimore Raven Ed Reed, who was inducted into the into the Hall of Fame. By the way, he looks like he just came off the set of Sanford and Son. I mean, he's he's got this he's got this massive fro, and he's wearing like a like a, a hat. You know, yeah. like a like a you know, I don't know. It's not a pork pie, but it's a hat on, and he's got the stogie in his mouth, and he just yes. looks like straight up. He's got sunglasses up, on too. Yeah, just straight up balling from the junkyard. He, he he looks. It's it's amazing. It's so much fun the way he looks, and the the bust of him is fantastic because they got they they really did his hair up nicely, right? Um, and. You have to look at the picture because he. It must have been very warm up there while he was well, making his speech. Kent, Ohio, in in late July, early it's August, is really yeah, really yeah. humid there. Because I think he only wore a t shirt underneath, and they give him the yellow blazer. Each of the inductees get a yellow blazer. Right. Uh, Ed Reed has armpit stains. Oh. in the in the yellow that they soaked through the yellow blazer when you soak through your jacket. That's sweating, my friend. See, I can see somebody with the build of a Calais Campbell having that kind of sweat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A guy, a guy who's got a little bit of body mass. But Ed Reed was never really a big dude. No, he's lean and mean. He's yeah. like 200 pounds, probably. Yeah. You know, five eleven, something like that. But he is certainly humid. He was very humid <laughs> on Saturday doing the speech. It was actually a nice speech, though. We, you know, he he finished it with a with a very nice sentiment. Everyone has their own greatness. No matter what, encourage those around you and yourself. I stayed encouraged. I tell you, stay encouraged. Encourage each other. Help somebody. That's what being a human is about. I like yeah, that. yeah, you know that's that's a life lesson you yeah. can take anywhere you go. Yeah, it was so. kind of, he was did kind of an off the cuff speech that rambled for a little while, but it was good. They often do. Jesse, it's time for you guys uh, time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's Mark and Neanderthal. We've got Aaron from Gilbert on the phone with us. Okay, A.A. Ron, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play time out for Spanish. We'll give you a Spanish language phrase. Then you have to translate it, but we will give you multiple choice. You good to go? I'm good. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. 
Creo que mi vecina me está acechando mientras ella ha estado diciendo mi nombre en su computadora. Lo vi a través de mi telescopio anoche. Oh, ooh! Check out the big brain on Aaron. He's he's streetwise, is what he is. He's figured out the game. Let's do this. Not a time waster, which is good. Is that a? I tend to read recipes the same way I read science fiction. I get to the end and think, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> B. Life is like a bird. It's pretty cute till it's on your head. <laughs> Or C. I think my neighbor is stalking me. She's been googling my name on her computer. Saw it through my telescope last night. <laughs> I'm gonna go with C. Yes, <laughs> C is correct. That's right. Well he, played on your yeah, part. He is as streetwise as awesome. he said. All right, well played. Congratulations, you've won in Time Out for Spanish. Time Out for Spanish, weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. How about this story? Uh, from where was this? Where okay. did this take place? Let, let, you know, every morning we look for stories, and I, I, I was reading this to Paul, and he's like, you got to read that on the air. This is crazy. The, the headline caught my eyes. The suspect, here's the, the headline, suspect armed with knife dies after attacking couple who stopped to investigate crash on Highway 89. And Highway 89 goes through Prescott. I'm like, okay, the suspect had the knife, but he's the one who wound up dying. What happened? So I start reading, and this is like this is like a damn action movie here. This is crazy. According to the Coconino County Sheriff's Office, a couple from Arkansas was traveling southbound on Highway 89 near Gray Mountain yesterday when they stopped to assist a vehicle that was off to the side of the road about one in the afternoon. When the man and woman approached the vehicle, deputies say the suspect got out of his car and ran at the couple with a hand behind his back. The suspect, armed with a knife, jumped on top, of, on top of the couple's vehicle and began to break their sunroof. Now, they're out of the car already. Deputies say the suspect and the man began fighting on top of the vehicle while the woman started driving away. As the man, as the woman drove off, reportedly reaching speeds of 60 to 70 miles per hour, The man tried to push the suspect off the car. The vehicle swerved, causing the suspect to fall off the top of the vehicle and onto the roadway, where he was later found by law enforcement. That's not good. That's crazy. It sounds like you just I mean, made that up. It sounds like no. you were right, trying to write an action movie. Doesn't that? That sounds like a damn movie. It's yeah. A, I love this. It says they were fighting on top of the vehicle as the woman attempted to drive away. She got up to 70 miles an hour. She drove away. Yeah, she made it. And now, just think about this for a second. You're driving the other way, heading through Prescott. You know, maybe you're going to, <laughs> going to do a little antiquing or whatever it is that you're doing up there in Prescott. And you see this go by you in the other direction. Yeah. <clears throat> Two people standing on top of a car in the middle of a... A, a fight with a woman behind the wheel, like at at seventy miles an hour. It's like remember, like the end of uh, True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's fighting that guy on the plane. He's flying, right? Yes, and exactly. I think, I think the same thing was kind of similar in the first Iron Man. There was like a fight, I think, on top of a plane. Well, I, mean, the, I could be mistaken, but it's not an uncommon thing. But how guys, many how many James Bond movies have him fighting somebody on top of a train? A to, yes, on top, top of, of a train, train is a very common one. Yeah, or on top of a, a, a big rig. Yes. You know what I mean, like a, a long tractor trailer. There's two guys having a fight. on the, That happened in real life. You didn't yeah. make that up. There's no joke here. No. This is just, I, 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 I got goosebumps reading that story. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, 60 to 70 miles an hour. I don't know what that would feel like if you're trying to hang on to a vehicle 
and fight a guy with a knife. Well, here's the thing. Um, next time you're driving, you know, down the 101 or whatever it is, and you're doing 70 miles an hour, as you are wont to do, yeah. open your car window and just stick your head out like a dog <laughs> and see what that feels like. No, just see what that feels like or just your hand. Yeah. Just for a second. You know, like you used to do the, uh, the wing thing with your, your hand. Yep. Staying, now think about standing on top of a vehicle going that fast. It would be, um, and that's, it's incredible that they didn't yeah. both fall I off mean, immediately. The only good thing here is that the good guys were okay. The guy's, got, the guy's got knife wounds to his hands, defensive wounds, but other than that, he's, he's going to be okay. Are you saying the name of the song could have been Knife Wounds? Mm. God, I'm just still amazed with this story. We got just talking to some folks on the <laughs> phone. Uh, this was in... Like near Prescott yesterday on, on 89. You know, strange things happen up in that that area of the state. Have you ever noticed that? Like when Northern you, Arizona. Yeah, when you get outside of civilization, you get up there in the boonies, you see some weird stuff. But, like, th- th- this couple pulls over to help some guy, and the guy tries to attack them with a knife. The husband and the guy with the knife wind up fighting on top of a moving vehicle that the well, wife the- is driving. I don't know why she drove away. No, I, what I want to know is, at what point did they decide that's the venue for their fracas? Well, like you've, well, the, got, you've the, got all this highway and all this road and you've got poof, poof, on top of the car on guard. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. This is a real story from yesterday. Yeah. And hopefully it was a large car with some with some space up there to fight or at least or at least the car that was built well enough. That, I don't know if you know about this, but you push down on some of the roofs of some of these cars and they just they cave right. It might as well be a convertible. That's why they were fighting on top of the roof, because the, the guy who ran at them with a knife, he was pulled over like his car was was in trouble. So they pulled over to stop and right. help him. And he comes running at them with a knife, jumps up on top of their car and starts knifing through their sunroof for some reason. I don't know what the point was. OK. But and and I don't. He know, hates these cars. <laughs> I don't know why the husband got up on there to fight him because the guy had a knife, and I don't know why the wife decided to drive up to seventy miles an hour while the two guys are fighting on top of the roof. But uh, it, it's crazy. Anthony wrote to us, and he was like, "About this story, um, I got to know." Um, <laughs> The chick driving the car. Is she hot? Perfect. That's not important right now, yes, Anthony. I got to know, but a salient question nonetheless. It, it is, but I, we were one like, when you're riding on top of a car, you're, you're, you're fighting somebody, you're hanging on, and the driver's going 70 miles an hour, what that would feel like. You say stick your head out the window, but... Can't you just get on a motorcycle and feel going 75 miles an hour instead of sticking your head out the window? Yeah. Not the could. same, though. Not well, the same, because when you're on a motorcycle, you're in a position, you're in a riding position, uh-huh. and you're hanging on to it, and you're sort of, you know, like, you're secure on a motorcycle or on a horse or something like that. Like, there's a riding position there. I'm trying to think of a, here's another yeah, I mean, way to you're do secure it. in the car, though, too, so it's not, that's not the same either. I, you got a friend that's got a pickup truck? Get right. in the back of the pickup truck. Right. Get out on get out on a road that's obviously not populated because if you fall out, you're going to be road pizza. <laughs> um, and get in the pickup truck and, and let that guy get up to, like, 75 miles an hour, then stand up. Try to stand up in the back right. of a pickup truck right. doing 75 miles an hour. What I would do is grab like a, a bungee strap or something and, and strap your, you know, yeah. hang on to well, it. Well, we're, we're saying d- don't do that. Right. But that's what it would might be like. Yeah, it'd be very similar to that. I'm, that you know. You think about this, too. As they're driving, these guys are fighting on top of the car. They're no doubt hanging on to something. It must have been hot as hell. 
whatever they were hanging on to. You grabbed your steering wheel after you get into the car. Yeah. Try grabbing your keys out of the ignition. <laughs> I had my car. I parked. I, I went to a store yesterday. I got out of the car for a second, and, and I was. I drove from my house to the store. It took less than two minutes to get to where I needed to go. By the time I pulled my keys out of the ignition, they were already really hot. Yeah. I can't imagine what it would be like on top of that car. I mean, I, I know it was Prescott, you know, in that area, and it was probably a little bit cooler, but it was 115 down here yesterday. Yeah. So, so no, it was... Uh, that's crazy. I, I can't imagine coming. You know, imagine you're you're you know DPS and you come up on that scene and these guys are fighting. Now, obviously, what happened was the woman actually drove away and her husband was safe. And the assailant, the other guy, fl- the other guy f- they swerved and he went flying and and it, it killed him. Have we found these people? Uh, the husband and the husband. They're, they're okay. Yeah. No, but, I mean, so they're they're now. Will there be any charges? Don't know filed? their names. No, I don't think so. No. That's insane. The whole thing's crazy. It's a Kurt Russell movie. It is. Is that what? What is that? The Grindhouse type movie? There, um, where, you know. Yeah, strange I know, things I know are the one you're talking about. Where, yeah. With um, death proof. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's that's a crazy story. It really happened here in Arizona yesterday. Yeah. Stupidity. It is all over the place. And even on a cloudy Tuesday, we will give you, I believe, two dumbasses of the yeah, day. Hey, it's two for Tuesday, right? Sure, why not? Have at it. A reminder that tomorrow's dumbass will be right around the same time. You'll find out what happens when you try to take a shortcut getting rid of the weeds in your yard. <laughs> all right, so. I've, I've done this, by yeah. the way. Tomorrow, today's dumbass is sponsored, as always, by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. So our first of our double shot today for dumbasses is 23-year-old Ashley Roland from Louisiana. Now, Ashley had been staying with her boyfriend last week, but it didn't end well. Last Wednesday, after the boyfriend finished up taking a shower, he found that Ashley had left his place. She had gathered up all her stuff, packed it, took everything she owned, and split while he was in the shower. No, that, well, that's a quick that's a quick packing job. That's chilly. Or a long shower. Yes. Uh, she also took $5,000 in cash that her boyfriend had laying around the house. Well, that's not she nice. stole from him. That's just mean. So he called police who picked up Ashley for questioning. And after answering questions for a while, Ashley caved. She admitted she had stolen the five grand from her boyfriend. Ashley told the cops, you know, I, I have it on me right now. So that led to a consensual body search by a female corrections officer who found the $5,000 and also found a clear plastic bag. Oh, no. Containing one gram of methamphetamine inside Ashley's special purpose place. Squishy parts. Mm Mm-hmm. And as ridiculous as that is, Ashley's response upon this being discovered was even better. Three words. Not my meth. <laughs> That's not mine, <laughs> to quote her directly. But yeah. So whosoever it is is very clever so and moves I quickly. Just, I just picture somebody with a spitball and a yeah. straw. <laughs> <laughs> yep, got it. Our second dumbass is a much requested one. It's 54-year-old Michael Harrell from Cleveland, Ohio. Michael held up the U.S. Bank on Euclid Avenue in Cleveland last Monday. Uh, did, did it pretty much the way, you know, the way you always do it. By, yeah. you know, the way they teach you in the bank robber's manual. Yeah, you write a note. Yeah, and then Mike, you pass it across quietly exactly. to, the, to the teller. And then you tell them, you know, I've got, I've got a gun or I've got explosives yeah. or whatever it is. That's, Not that we're trying to tell you how to rob no. a bank, but that's usually textbook how it's done. That's exactly what he did. But yep. Michael's, Michael's big mistake was writing his note on the back of a document from the Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh. Which, of course, had his name. And address. And address on it. Sure, why not? Probably had his V. 
vehicle Identification license number, color. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Not the brightest light bulb in the stadium, is this, Michael? <laughs> no, he has not yet been apprehended, but police absolutely know who they're looking for. Wait, now, I got a question for yeah. you. It's two for Tuesday. You need to make a call here. I gots to know. Which one is the dumber of the two? Uh, the guy who gives the guy who who gives the note with his all personal right. information to the teller during a bank robbery, or the woman who tries to smuggle meth and his stuff, yeah. and then says it's not mine. Right, right. When you have Which something, is the more you, ridiculous yeah. story. When you have something inside of you, it's yours. <laughs> So, it might make a cream it, that might clear yeah. that condition right up. I'm yeah. not sure. Might be the first one. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough one. I'll go with Ashley. All right, yeah. then. But I, I will make both Ashley and Michael our Mark and Neanderthal two for Tuesday dumbasses of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. You know, we forgot to wrap up Shark Week yesterday, commemorate that it ended, but uh, a beach in Florida did it for us. Talk about a strong ending to Shark Week. There were three shark bites on one beach in less than 24 hours in Florida. That is, uh, it's known as the shark bite capital of the world. This particular what, what's beach. the name? What's the name of the beach? New Smyrna Beach. New Smyrna. All right, yeah. I'm going to cross that off my places to go. On Saturday, a 20 year old girl got bit on the left wrist, and then less than half an hour later, a guy got bit on his foot by a shark, which means they don't close the beach at all or they don't like stop the action to get things going or check things out at all no I mean, now if you fellas are concerned about the beaches you do whatever you have to to make them safe but those beaches will be open for this weekend yeah well and i think that's kind of happened but you know should you find yourself in the beach and you know gotta get involved my brother scuba dives he goes oh you know what you do for sharks bothering you bothering <laughs> you need to look in a dictionary pal Bother. It really bothers me when you shear my legs off at the hips. I find it very bothersome to get back to shore with my torso snapped in half. He said, what you do is you let the shark get up to you, and then you punch him in the face. Yeah, and then when that doesn't work, you poke him in the eye with your stump. Yeah, I mean, that's really what you do there. you got to make sure that you have a... <laughs> right. Make sure that you have a, a good a good right left yeah, cross. Exactly. The next next day, a guy got bitten. Also, he was just standing in the water, and he did get rid of the shark that way. It was a smaller shark, of course. The the shark bit his right leg, and he kicked it with his left leg, and that was enough to get rid of the shark in that instance. Yeah. Sometimes it's not so easy. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, I'm not sure. You kick a shark, you might end up like uh, uh, Tom Dempsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very well might. Yeah. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX.